for the first time in seemingly months, uh, the IU Hoosiers will have a game against a not top 10 opponent this weekend in Maryland. But it's not the only big IU-Maryland matchup as the soccer team can win the Big Ten trophy this weekend as well. We're going to get you previewed for both games on today's episode. You are Locked On Hoosiers, your daily podcast on the Indiana Hoosiers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What is up, guys? It is a Friday. It's October 29th. Uh, Happy early Halloween. Uh, This is Locked On Hoosiers, your daily source for IU Athletics news. I'm your host, as always, Jacob Rude. This episode of Locked On Hoosiers is brought to you guys by McDonald's, proudly serving communities since 1965. McDonald's has always been more than just a place to get tasty, affordable food. It's an unofficial community center. Big thanks to our friends at McDonald's for always being there. Uh, we're loving it. Thank you also for making Locked on Hoosiers your first listen every day. We're free and available on all platforms, including YouTube at Locked on Hoosiers. As I said, there are a pair of big IU Maryland games this weekend. Obviously, the one on the gridiron as the Hoosiers look to get back on track after a string of matchups against top 10 opponents. And then one on the soccer pitch where the Hoosiers can, after their kind of wild season, uh, roller coaster season, they can clinch the Big Ten title outright on Sunday. So a pair of big Hoosier Terrapin games to uh, look forward to this weekend. And we got you covered for both. As always, make sure you guys subscribe to Locked on Hoosiers. Follow us on Twitter at LO underscore Hoosiers. Follow us on Instagram at Locked on Hoosiers. Let's jump into it first with the football game. Uh, as always, we have you guys covered with all the information you need. That game is uh, Saturday at noon, Indiana at Maryland. Uh, game will be on Big Ten Network. Uh, the Hoosiers haven't had great luck on ABC this year, so I guess in some sense it is good to get away from uh, the national TV uh, but I believe last time they were on Big Ten Network, or at least one of the times they are on Big Ten Network this season, was that Iowa game, uh, and we can please forget about that as well. So game will be at College Park at Capital One Field at Maryland Stadium, as I mentioned, on Big Ten Network. Uh, SP Plus projections for this game have Maryland by 7.4 points, a 67% win probability. Projected final score of 30 to 23. I would be surprised uh, if it got that high scoring just because I don't have enough uh, much faith in IU's offense. And I still tend to have faith in IU's defense even after last week's performance. Uh, it goes without saying Maryland is not Ohio State. Indiana, Indiana obviously comes in at 2-5, and 0-4 oh in the Big Ten. Obviously their best shot at a Big Ten win uh, this week. Maryland, meanwhile, is 4-3 and three overall, 1-3 and three in the Big Ten. Their only win coming against Illinois in the Big Ten West. This is a string of uh, largely winnable games for the Hoosiers coming up. Uh, obviously the Michigan game is going to be thrown in there, but you have Maryland, you have Rutgers. Uh, You have Purdue, you have Minnesota coming up in some order. So uh, this is a big one. 
And it's one that the Hoosiers have had success in, a matchup the Hoosiers have had success in historically. Uh, these two teams have only met a small handful of times, nine times. IU is 7-2 and two in those games. There aren't many teams that IU has uh, a winning record over, and certainly not many that they have this big of a winning record over. Uh, last season, IU won 27-11. to 11. Obviously, though, that game is known for uh, the game in which Michael Penix injured his knee, uh, but the Hoosiers pretty thoroughly controlled that game from start to finish, uh, even despite uh, allowing 300 yards from Maryland, kept him out of the end zone, and uh, hung on to the victory. Jack Tuttle in that game threw f- only five times, completed all of them for 31 yards. Hoosiers basically rode their uh, defense to victory in this one, which they did multiple times uh, post Penix injury. You also had Tim Baldwin rushing for 106 yards. Uh, he's obviously no longer with the team and at the transfer portal. Stevie Scott ran for 80 yards and three touchdowns in that game. Boy, I'd love to have him back, although I also love Stephen Carr. Uh, I used one of the last three games in this series. Uh, the last Maryland win came in 2017 in a barn burner of a game, 42-39 Maryland victory. A little bit of an odd game where the Hoosiers completely outgained them, uh, 483 yards to 345. Uh, just some mistakes on the kind of on the edges that cost them. Peyton Ramsey and Richard Lego uh, threw for three and two touchdowns respectively, so five passing touchdowns in that game. Wap Fillier had 127 yards. Simi Cobbs had 138 yards, a pair of touchdowns. Luke Timian almost had a 100-yard game. Uh, so that was <laughs> – I would love to see an offense like that for the Hoosiers this week, but uh, I would be stunned if there's anything close to that. Uh, the The interesting note is that IU has scored at least 27 point, points in the last six meetings. Again, I'd be pretty surprised if that continued on Saturday. Uh, We talked in Thursday's episode about the Maryland Terrapins team, and while their defense isn't great, again, a lot of my apprehensiveness comes from IU's offense, which through the last three games um, has looked awful, and they lost the quarterback that they had at the time. So putting a true freshman in there, um, he's an unknown, so maybe he does explode on Saturday. Uh, without much tape to game plan for him with. Um, And he has a big game, but I would be pretty surprised at that one. Uh, Still, I'm loving how the Hoosiers have played against Maryland recently. Has me a little optimistic about this matchup. I'm also loving McDonald's, as I'm sure you guys are. This episode of Locked on Hoosiers is brought to you by McDonald's, who has been proudly serving communities since 1965. McDonald's has always been more than just a place to get tasty, affordable food. It's a place where friends and families come to reconnect, a place where classmates can go to for a study group, knowing they're going to have dependable Wi-Fi. That Wi-Fi has been a lifesaver for me at times. A win or lose, it's a place where teammates, competitors, a home team, or the away team can come to recharge. It's a place you always look forward to stopping at on a long road trip to rest your legs and refuel. And for me, it's my go-to place for uh, fourth meal late at night. So head on over to your local McDonald's today to refuel 
and reconnect. Uh, I'm loving it. Looking at some, uh, we're going to look at some key matchups, uh, players to watch, units to watch, as always. Thanks again, though, for making Locked on Hoosiers your first listen every day. And uh, when we're done looking over those matchups, previewing that soccer game, make sure your second listen today is Locked on Colts as they get ready for a big divisional matchup against the Titans, uh, kind of looking to turn their season back around. As always, in our second segment on Fridays, we're going to look at some players, matchups, things like that to keep an eye on heading into this game. I have I have a matchup, a unit, and a player to watch in this game. Start off with the matchup. Honestly, it's IU's defense versus Maryland's offense. I know that's a pretty broad matchup. Uh, but after how uh, the defense looked last week against Ohio State, I would hope and expect for a bounce-back effort. Uh, last time they had a uh, poor outing against Western Kentucky, they were able to bounce back and have a strong effort. Uh, there hasn't, they haven't had a worse performance than against um, Ohio State, but then again, they haven't played a, an offense better than Ohio State, and I don't think they will this season. But um, after that Western Kentucky game, they came back against Penn State. I thought played one of their better games of the season. And then uh, after that played Michigan State, which I would argue was their best game of the season defensively. So I have confidence that they're going to be able to bounce back. But this, that IU defense versus that Maryland offense is strength versus strength. If you can create the turnovers we talked about in Thursday's episode and um, keep Maryland's offense um, under wraps, then you're going to have a great chance to pick up victory on Saturday. So I'm looking forward to seeing if that defense can bounce back. Looking forward to hopefully seeing Taiwan Mullen back on the field. We talked about him earlier this week with that muscular injury in his foot. Kind of makes it tricky day-to-day whether he's going to be available. Uh, he was able to practice earlier this week on Tuesday, so knock on some wood that he's going to be able to play on Saturday. The unit I'm going to be watching is still on that defensive side of the ball. It's going to be the defensive line. Uh, early in the season, they looked really impressive, led by Ryder Anderson. Those first handful of games, uh, Ryder Anderson looked like one of the best players on the field. Uh, that Cincinnati game, I remember specifically that Idaho game, had a really strong start to the season, but um, has taken, I don't want to say a backseat, but hasn't been able to keep up that level uh, albeit against some really good Big Ten opponents. Now that you're kind of taking a step down and level of competition, uh, be interested to see if Anderson and that offensive line, Weston Kramer, guys like that, are able to kind of take a step back up um, and start performing at a high level again. Because I really think um, when this defensive line is producing, creating havoc, getting in the backfield, all those types of things, uh, it takes this defense to another level. Uh, you don't have to blitz as much, or you're able to mix up your blitzes and really keep the offense um, guessing, uh, not able to kind of key in, and it really makes this defense even more dynamic. So going to be watching if that defensive line uh, can bounce back and, and put together a strong performance this week. If there's a player I'm going to be watching, I think it's a pretty obvious one. Um, obviously, Going to be watching Donovan McCauley. 
It's not a given that McCauley is going to be starting. Technically, Michael Penix and Jack Tuttle are both week to week. They're, they haven't been ruled out. We know how it is with Tom Allen and injuries. You're not going to know until literally moments before kickoff. Uh, you're going to be able to get a sense, though, if you follow on Twitter, if you're at the game before uh, or during warmups, before kickoff. You're going to be able to see who's warming up, who isn't warming up, who's on the sideline, who's getting some of those first team snaps in the warmups. So, if I had to bet, I would say Donovan McCauley is going to take a lion's share of the snaps. Uh, they may run with Grant Grimmel uh, in some of the passing downs, but I'm not a big fan of the two quarterback systems bringing guys in and out. I didn't like it when they were doing it with Tuttle and McCauley. I wouldn't like it if they did it with McCauley and Grimmel. Stick with your guy. Let him um, kind of figure things out, especially when it comes to McCauley, who a lot of people, including myself, feel he is kind of the future uh, for Indiana in the backfield. Listen, he's going to have to take those bumps at, at some point. This is starting to feel or he's starting to get dangerously close to kind of a lost season. Throw him out there at least. Let him learn now so that we can go into next season. He can have kind of that catalog to build off of that foundation, that base of what to expect. So uh, I'm hoping if Tuttle and Penix aren't available that McCauley will be able to play uh, or will play and will play the predominant amount of snaps. It's going to be an interesting dynamic for the Hoosiers because McCauley is more of an athlete, as we have seen, much, much more of a running threat. Hoosiers haven't really had that. Um, They've had guys who were mobile and able to run, your Penixes, Xander Diamant, obviously, uh, he wasn't able to throw, but he was able to run. Um, but they haven't had kind of that dynamic athlete in a while. And so in that sense, it's going to be interesting to see what McCauley can do, what the offense is able to kind of cook up. Um, on paper, it would help out the offensive line struggles, having a mobile quarterback that can get out of the pocket and create plays because then you're, the defense isn't able to just pin its ears back and race forward after the quarterback, um, keep them at bay a little bit. So um, there is kind of a recipe for having success. It also relies a lot on McCauley being comfortable, which he absolutely wasn't against Ohio State. Hard to blame him given the situation uh, with the bright lights, the, the national audience. Uh, one of the best teams in the country lined up across from you, and you're thrown in mid-game with it pouring down rain. It's hard to really fault him for having some nerves on that one, but with a, a week to prepare where presumably he would be the number one quarterback, you would hope that things would be able to calm down a little bit more and um, he could have a big game. But it's going to be an interesting watch uh, for the Hoosiers to see what McCauley is able to do uh, if he does kind of provide those glimpses of him as the future quarterback at Indiana uh, and just how dynamic he really is. So I'm interested to see what McCauley uh, brings to the table on Saturday. should be a really interesting matchup uh, for IU and Maryland, but it won't have nearly the implications that the IU-Maryland men's soccer matchup will. Uh, That one will have a Big Ten title, regular season Big Ten title on the line. Certainly a lot to talk about with that. We're going to preview that matchup, but not before we talk about Bet Online. I didn't give the spread early in the podcast because I knew we'd be talking about Bet Online. 
heading into the game, Maryland is a five and a half point favorite. That line shifted anywhere. I've seen, I saw it as low as four at the beginning of the week. It went up to six, coming back down a little bit. Maryland's still a minus 205 money line, IU plus 175. Little tasty depending on how, uh, how risky you want to get because I don't think this is th- this is certainly a winnable game. So if you're feeling frisky, you have some faith in McCauley in that defense. Enticing bet. Still, though, the over under 49 and a half. I'm taking that under and running with it. That will be what I probably bet on this weekend. For those that don't know, though, Bet Online remains your number one spot for all basketball and football action this season. If you head on over there today, whether on the website, on the app, um, and sign up using promo code locked on, you'll get a 50% welcome bonus. It's free money they're giving to you guys to throw down on that IU game potentially. So, whether it's basketball, NBA basketball, college or NFL football, baseball World Series, NHL season's underway, whatever it is, these guys have you covered with a ton of amazing offers available for the 2021 season. Bet Online's the fastest and easiest way to bet on all your favorite sports. Bet online where the game starts. What else I'm excited for is my order of built bars to get here. I've been checking daily to see the tracking, see where they're at. I had ordered the blueberry muffin and cookies and cream bars, uh, but they certainly have a lot of different flavors. If you guys haven't had a built bar by now, you're absolutely missing out. These aren't your mom and dad's protein bars, uh, they're not chalky or waxy or hard to choke down. These are soft bars covered in 100% real chocolate. When you bite into it, you think you're biting into a candy bar. Uh, not only are they um, tasty, though, you're looking at some low carbs, low calorie, low fat, low sugar, high in protein bars. So they're healthy. They're tasty. They have all sorts of different flavors. I mentioned the blueberry muffin, the cookies and cream. You have your coconuts, your raspberries, your mint brownies, your cherry barcias. This month, they're introducing limited flavors um, every three to four days. So head on over there. I haven't been on the site in a couple days since my order. So maybe they have some new ones for you guys as well. You you guys don't want to miss out. Uh, When you head on over there at built.com, use promo code LOCK15 and get 15% off your order. That's promo code LOCK15 for 15% off at built.com. This men's soccer matchup has turned into a doozy after some results over the past week. What we're going to have on Sunday is IU at Maryland at 1 p.m. College Park. That, too, will be on the Big Ten Network. IU enters the game 12-3-1, 5-2 overall. Maryland is 4-2-1 in the Big Ten. Uh, this game is going to be for it all. IU enters the game uh, f- with 15 points. In the Big Ten standings, they do the the soccer point system. Three points for a win, one point for a draw, uh, no points for a loss. Um, So the Hoosiers sit atop the table with that 5-2 and record. Uh, And Maryland, who we said 4-2-1, they're 11-3-1 on the season. They are third in the table at 13 points. Sitting between them is Penn State, who cannot finish any higher than second, uh, regardless of how the results go on Saturday. Uh, So what you have is with IU being two points clear of Maryland with this game yet to play, 
IU simply needs a draw to win the Big Ten title. A win or a draw secures the title for them. Maryland has to win the game to capture the Big Ten title. It's going to set up an interesting dynamic. Maryland at home is going to go for it. Uh, So it's going to be a fascinating game. The Hoosiers last season were one of the top defenses. It was shaky at times this year, but right now they're on a seven-game win streak, and they've outscored opponents 21 to nothing in that span. It includes a couple of easier non-conference games, but it also includes a handful of Big Ten games, including a game against Penn State that they won 1-0. So the defense is rounding into form. Maryland had won four straight heading into Tuesday's game, which was Maryland versus Penn State. That was set up to be, uh, or that looked early to be a Maryland win. They were up 2-0 in the first 30, about 35 minutes. It looked like they were running away with it. That's the last I had seen on Twitter. Honestly, until I started researching this podcast, I thought they had run away with it, and I thought they had won. Penn State comes back in the second half to win 3-2 to set up a more favorable situation for uh, the Hoosiers. If Maryland wins that game, IU has to win on Saturday. A Maryland draw would have been enough. That Penn State came back and won that game, uh, helped out the Hoosiers tremendously. Now they're able to win or draw to win the Big Ten title. Maryland, though, has been, I don't want to say a thorn in the Hoosiers' side, but they've been one of the more competitive teams in the Big Ten. Honestly, it's probably been the second-best team in the Big Ten for uh, much of that, uh, much of the span that the Hoosiers have kind of dominated it in recent years, Maryland has probably been the second best team. They did not play in the regular season in the spring. Maryland had a COVID outbreak, but they did meet a handful of weeks later in the Big Ten tournament. IU won that game two to nothing. Uh, going back the season prior, 2019, Maryland actually beat the Hoosiers three to nothing in the regular season. It was IU's only regular season Big Ten loss. Uh, that year as they still captured the regular season title. They bounced back, though, in the Big Ten tournament again, uh, won 1-0 in double overtime. With how talented these two teams are, they pretty regularly meet twice, once at the end of the regular season, once in the Big Ten tournament. I would imagine that'll be the case again this season. But uh, it'll be hard to have bigger implications or bigger stakes than this game which, again, will be for the Big Ten Tournament on Sunday at 1 o'clock. Go tune into that game. Take a break from some NFL football for a couple hours. You can still catch the afternoon games. Or just do it dual screen, flip back and forth. Uh, Give these uh, guys some support. It's been a really interesting season for IU soccer. They started with a ton of expectations, stumbled through the middle part of the season, kind of handling those expectations, but finally seemed to have gotten right and can still, after all that, keep their stranglehold on the Big Ten where they've won the last, uh, I believe, three years running. They've won the, uh, the both the regular season and postseason uh, conference titles. So they can keep that going on Sunday. will certainly be a game that is very exciting to watch, a game that I will be tuning into. Thanks again, though, guys, for making Locked on Hoosiers your first listen every day. We will be back on Monday to recap. Uh, both the how the football game went, hopefully IU gets their first win, and how the soccer game went, hopefully IU has a Big Ten title after that. Now for your second listen, head over to the Locked On Big Ten podcast with Nate Dickinson. 
get all that last second information before a couple of big Big Ten games this weekend. Michigan, Michigan State, uh, Ohio State, Penn State are all playing this weekend. Uh, also, be sure to leave a rating and review on the podcast. Helps out a ton. Uh, we'll be back next week with our regularly scheduled programming. Hopefully, we will be able to get Jared back on next week as well. So, be sure to follow us on Twitter, subscribe to the podcast, rate and review, all that fun stuff. Uh, most importantly, though, have a great Friday. Have a great weekend, guys, and Elio.